Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to the From the Finney podcast with me, Jake. Me, Ollie. And me, Jimmy. We'll discuss tonight's game against Brentford in this episode and we'll also look ahead to the game on Saturday against Birmingham and discuss our minuscule chances of making the playoffs. So, yeah, enjoy. Evening, chaps. Uh, It was always going to be a tough one tonight, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, before it, obviously, we we said on the podcast the other day, probably less than a 10% chance. Probably talking less than a one percent chance now, but still feel quite deflated uh, because it, it's the hope that kills in it, I suppose. Yeah. But as I just said before on Twitter, any any time in the season, I'd probably be quite happy after that. Obviously, it's a loss, but if you just objectify as happy as you it, can be. as happy as you can be, yeah, I suppose. Um, both Ben's missing. We gave him a game. They've know they've been in a game there tonight, Brentford. Mm. Only disappointment is. Not chuck the kitchen sink at it, really, for me. Yeah, it was yeah. a decent enough performance. And, like, yeah, like we said, when you're chasing the top six with two games to go after tonight, it's it's probably not not quite good enough. But Yeah, it's disappointing for me, personally. I think um, we, we should have had more of a go at it second half, you know, especially when this is your, you're in last chance saloon and you don't actually threaten, really, you know, Donald's at a decent free kick first half, but second half, have we really tested Raya? You know, I don't think we did really. Um, mm. Which is disappointing. You know, I, I don't. I think his subs, well, we'll come on to his subs in a bit, I'm sure, but were, again, too late, didn't impact the game. Um, Stockley played well when he came on. Yep. Obviously, quite, he won ter- 10 aerial duels on who scored, um, <laughs> which is. What? He won 10 aerial duels. Yeah, sorry, mate. <laughs> I had today, but um, <laughs> yeah, I think it's just a lot of. I I've just read a couple of guys on Twitter say something that we said the other week. It's like it's a lot of huff and puff, but you're not blowing any houses down with this team at the minute. Yeah. And you know, I felt like that since we've come back from lockdown, we've not from what one game and picked up five points, well six points after lockdown, six points in seven games now, which isn't great. Let's be frank. You know, for a team that's chasing the top six, you know, to not pick up points at such a crucial stage of the season is really disappointing. Yeah, the big one for me is I've said it before, the loot and the loot and goals. Just the big the big disappointment. Obviously the season's not won or lost on games like tonight. That that loot and goals kills us though, isn't it? Like you yeah, said it's on, really uh, just... on Monday's episode, it, it's let it's it's not the fact that it's mm. Two drop it's points, a double whammy. It's, it's, it's a double it's whammy, Jake. It's the form that it's led us into, isn't it? As well, yeah. It's taken two points away from us, and straight away, I think. Can't remember if we dropped out of the playoffs on that day, but puts the pressure on us straight away, doesn't it? Don't think we did. Um, and then uh, we, only, we only dropped out when we played Cardiff. Yeah, that's what the, the yeah the other games a Cardiff game. Obviously, at two one, Nugent has that chance that any Championship striker should score. Um, and then obviously. They got the third, but no, I thought tonight was all right. You know, I thought we probably set up on paper. I thought we'd press them really high. Obviously, with the two up front, you limit your access to press them. So I was a bit surprised, but 
Um, didn't really press him at all, which was quite surprising. Um, I don't but, think I don't I don't think the shape allowed us to press them really playing yeah, the way know, back five and yeah. then it was like a, it was like a five two three really but that became yeah. a five five zero when yeah. without the ball yeah so that no I've, I I personally yeah I thought I thought Maguire and Barky might press their centre backs with Brown or DJ picking up the number six and the wing backs on the full backs but as it happened Maguire and Barky were wingers if you want to call it against their full backs or wing backs sat in so it's a 5-3-3 three, three at the back and we just let them play into the midfield and tried to press them from there um, DJ picked up the ball probably 15 minutes in played in Barkey for a one-on-one good save from Raya that's the only time we've really turned over the ball in their half so I was a bit surprised if, you, if you're not going to press them might have started Stockley if you're not going to play that way but obviously he was asking a lot of Barkey and Maguire because they basically played as wingers without the ball. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought, obviously, if you take away their goal, they didn't really lay a glove on us, did they? There was that one that Rudd Rud made a really good save from, I think, in the first half. Yeah. Or maybe it was early on in the second, I can't remember. Yeah, it's a good save. Um, but yeah, other than that, no, he's not really had much to do, had, has he? They've had 0.66 XG. I think we've had 0.6. So again, our games have got absolutely nothing in them. Um, but yeah, just just didn't really throw the kitchen sink. I think 74th minute was the first sub or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, that's, that's the disappointing thing for me. I mean, you could tell after, well, you could tell at half time and then very early on in the second half that we needed to do something differently. And, you know, it's that's a frustrating thing for me that it took us told the 74th minute to do something different um, yeah. but like you mentioned to us this week as well Ollie, and I know you're probably going to talk about it now about Alex Neal's substitution timings they're just not impactful enough and I mean you take that Jaden Stockley against Rovers out of the equation which was what October November time you know I, we're not making substitutions that have impacted the game Sheffield Wednesday aside after lockdown yeah. You know, yeah. just, you know, and I think the Sheffield Wednesday ones were, you know, a perfect storm. If that if that makes sense, you know, it's the first time that it's mm. really happened this season since the Rovers game that subs have impacted the game that well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you, I think I, the I other just... thing with the Rovers game as well is the fact that we were we were what two 0 down in fifteen minutes, and there was the best part of ten thousand home fans present. Mm. So yeah, there's I think always he, felt, he felt like he, he had to make a change. So Yeah. In football, there's exceptions to every rule, isn't there? Mm. That was one of them. I think I've just got this, I've found this table that shows minutes per sub, per squad. Um, we're 22nd in this table. So our subs on average get 19 minutes a game. Um, so he's making his first sub or he's making his average sub on 71 minutes. Um, only Brentford and Millwall have given their subs less time, averaging 17 minutes. Um, so, you know, I think the game's passing him by a little bit. And then, obviously, when he's bringing the subs on, it's hard to impact a game in 20 minutes. Yeah, um, absolutely. It's, it is really hard to... It's, Especially it's not, when you're chasing it. Oh, I think if you look at the average this season, I think I said to you boys the other day, the average shots on target for a team is about four shots on target per game. So it's about two shots on target per per half. So if you're coming on as a sub, your team's only going to have on on average one shot on target. 
so you need to make it count when you come on, don't you? Mm. To be fair, Cardiff did that the event, uh, a couple of weeks ago when, when they played us. Mendes Lang scored and I think Glatzel scored probably from their only two chances. But I just think, again, I've said it before on here, when, when we make the subs, and I don't know if it's because there's five subs now, we just lose a bit of shape and a bit of purpose. I think if you look at the first 20 minutes, you could see what we're trying to do again tonight. And then it's not even like we, f- we really, we don't lose shape because we're going all out of attack. We just seem to lose a little bit of control. Um, but yeah, eight wins in a row for Brentford. I think you just got to give them a bit of credit. Because they're, yeah, like, they're a good side, aren't they? I think people seem to think, because they're not a Leeds or a West Brom, a big club, probably not as good as they are. But I think they fully, re- fully deserve to finish top two if they manage to overtake West Brom in the next couple of games. I, yeah, I hope they do. Yeah, so do I. West Brom have got to drop points, haven't they? And they've got Huddersfield at home on Saturday. Uh, Huddersfield away on Saturday and then QPR at home. It's West Brom's winning. And they've got to, they've got to drop points of some description and then eventually they've got to get the two wins, and which will be 10 games in a row they've won. So, you know what, if they win 10 games in a row and finish third, mm-hmm. you've got to sort of feel sorry for them away, haven't you? Yeah, but you'd hope if they finish third that they're not too deflated for the playoffs because I really hope, I'd, I can't see any other team, let's be honest, they're by far the best team uh, if they're going to be in the playoffs. Um, so it'd be a shame if they don't go up and they always seem to beat us at Griffin Park, don't they? Mm, yeah, Obviously we could there last season. season, didn't we? It was last game of the season though, mate. you got to remember that. We had, yeah, yeah, three, we had three game Ripley in there. Yeah. So. <laughs> But no, I think we've I've just seen a few comments tonight. I think you just got to remember how good they actually are. I think their their front three have scored more goals than our our team. Yeah. Right. So, like I said, though, any any time in the season, I'd probably be, I'd be fine about that tonight. Just obviously really deflated now because seasons yeah. seasons done in it now. Yeah. Yeah. Barring, they, a, think... barring an absolute miracle, yeah. It's a it's a good point you made there, Ollie. Actually, because if that game is in. January or February, and we play like that when we're in a bit of a, you know, the start of this little rut that we've been in, and we're playing a team that's in the top six. You, you don't. It's like when we played West Brom. We mm. came off the game and thought well, the difference between us and West Brom that night was the front fours, because they had a front four that hurt us and had purpose and could play, and, and obviously it didn't help Darnell getting sent off. But we had more possession after Darnell got sent off because they could have sit back in and soak it up. Um. So I think if that if tonight's game happens then, you don't have a complaint. But with how much was riding on the game tonight, it was just really disappointing that we haven't actually given it, you know, we've not thrown the kitchen sink at it, if that's the term you want to use, yeah. to try and force the issue. Even if we get an equaliser, it just gives you that little bit of hope that mm. we could potentially take it into that last game at Bristol City. But now I think it's, four, points, four points, obviously only a point different to five, but if it is four, if you win and draw one, um, you know, you got a chance, but you got to win two now and hope that they obviously lose both. But I agree with you, Jimmy. I think if you look at certain games throughout Neil's whole tenure, so throughout the past three seasons, there's always been the odd performance, not necessarily result, but performance that's given you a bit of something to build on. I think the Blackburn one, the Blackburn result in Jan January was um, probably a bit similar for me. There was the Villa game last season. Yeah. After that run uh, that we've and been I think, on, and... I think the first, I think the first West Brom game actually as well this season. 
because we had a few injuries and stuff then. Obviously, we lost the game at the last minute with a penalty. But, yeah, there's just certain games that you take a bit of confidence from the performance. And that was a bit more like us tonight, I think. Um, just typical. I'm not going to go into it. I just heard someone today that really pissed me off about like recruitment in summer. But when, when you hear certain things and you're seeing people say, kneel out, just frustrates you because it's just not been backed. Yeah, um, and I, th- I think that's evident, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's just so frustrating, Jake. Um, and then you look at Watkins tonight, one chance, one goal, scored it. So that's just the difference that you're talking about. Yeah, I think a couple of things on that. Watkins finished tonight. I've seen a couple of people say, you know, Dex should have done better. But when the ball's been hit at that sort mm. of speed and pace, and yeah. he's trying to react within, you know, less than half a second. I mean, it's, it's a world-class save if he saves it. Yeah. I, I was one of them. I thought it's been hit right yeah, high, but and you thought, look back at yeah. it, he's about seven or eight yards out and he's absolutely lashed it in. It was net by the time he's reacted. Yeah, yeah I think he's about no fifteen, chance. probably about twelve, fifteen yards out. But yeah, Jimmy, I was gonna I was gonna mention that probably in the net in 0.2 seconds. Um yeah. if it if it, if a keeper reacts, like you say, it's a world class save. And he takes a shot so early. Just a yeah. good striker, isn't he? He just knows what to do. It doesn't hesitate and he's just clinical. Mm. Story should do better. Yeah, I thought that. It's just sharp. It's just sharp play from them. I think that the issues are, if you look where the ball starts, Jake, starts in our, the right-hand side of our attack. Well, yeah, Barky lost it, didn't he? Um, and then I think, it, obviously, we've gone 3v3 in the middle and then they've got a 3v2 because Brown's way ahead, way ahead of the game. DJ doesn't shift across enough. And then it's a good through ball, perfectly weighted. Sharp movement, good finish. But that's what you get with these teams. Mm. They're, they're, they're just clinical in the movements and the finishing. And to be honest, I'd, I've seen a lot of people as well saying they were throwing themselves to the ground and stuff. But if we were one up in the same situation, we do it every yeah, week. the same. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. So I've got nothing but respect for Brentford, to be honest. Fisher did it to try and win a penalty in the second half. I was going to say, speaking of players that like to throw themselves to the ground, I thought Darnell played well tonight. Yeah, yeah, he did. Fantastic. I think he was best best player on the pitch for us. Yeah, yeah I probably agree as well. Didn't didn't put a foot wrong, did he? Really, against no. probably the best the best winger in the league. I'd argue. We've, we've said it on Twitter, haven't we? Tonight, I know you've tweeted some at Ollie as well. Um, yeah, I think I don't see. I don't know. There's nothing unusual that he does, but he's just so. Again, it's he's clinical in his decision making and his movements. Um, Offers you just a bit more for me than anyone yeah. else. And don't anyone get me wrong, this isn't to slam Rafty because Rafty's done well when he's come in in the last few games. But mm. this is just—he's just—he's simply better. Yeah, yeah, that's no slight on Rafty. I know he's a fan's favourite and whatever, but but now Fisher's just a top quality championship right back for me. Just begs the question why we've not seen him. But I suppose don't really matter now. Um, and then just back onto your point about recruitment, I think. Obviously, we all know it's a massive summer. We've we've said it for months now, haven't we? How big a summer this is. Um, question for you two: If Alex Neal isn't backed, do you think that he will be? Well, his agent may be touting his services out for jobs that do come available, because there's going to be jobs. There is going to be jobs that do come up over the next three months before this, well, two months before the new season kicks off. Yeah. If you don't, if he isn't backed like he should be, 
Will he still be here on the 12th of September then? Um, for me, no. I've said it before. I'm not, not sure if I've said it to you, lads, or a couple of my other mates, but I went through, obviously, the, the teams that might be looking for a new manager. Obviously, yeah, you, Bristol me- you, City. Me- you mentioned it on here the other week. Yeah, Bristol, did I, yeah. Bristol City, obviously, not appointed anyone yet, which makes you wonder. And then I think Fulham, if they don't go up, probably change managers. West Brom's going to be under massive pressure if they don't go up. Middlesbrough, if they stay up, not sure Warnock will stay there. So there's going to be a few clubs. And to go back to your question, Jimmy, 100%, his agent would be daft not to, I think. Yeah. Um, I obviously, I'm not, not sure exactly what happened with the, with the Stoke and the West Brom thing. But you think if a team of that calibre comes in again, I think he's got to take it. Um, probably deserves it. Obviously, he's got his flaws and whatever, but I think he's proven himself to be a decent manager with us and, and yeah. Norwich. And he's probably, I I'm just going to say, you probably can't see us getting better next season, can you, to be honest? So, yeah, I think his agent will be doing what he gets paid to do. Yeah, I think for a 39-year-old manager, then those clubs would be daft not to look at him. Um, I mean, I've seen on Twitter, obviously, about you know some fans calling for his head and some won't. Garth Haynes has been but can we just put this Garth Haynes just off to bed because the football that Garth Haynes has been playing at Wickham is very was, direct and it's not on the eye it's, it's a throwback to Graham Wesley here but it's like when Wesley was at Stevenage and how successful it was because it was just effective Yeah, I mean don't get me wrong he's, he's I love Garth Haynes he's in my, my favourite 11 of the North End of all time because I love the bones of him but I would never want us to taint that memory that I've got of him by him becoming our manager mm. at the minute. Now, don't be wrong, he might spend a bit, they might, they're not going to spend money, you know, listen to him on Five Live today on, on the uh, Football Daily Pod. Um, they're not going to spend money. Their, their aim next season is to try and survive, uh, you know, with the players that they've got, maybe make one or two additions. So you're not going to see a change of style in, in that football team next year when we can come up. So I suppose, I think championship teams, you'd hope would be more suited to playing against a Wickham type of play. You yeah. know, it is quite direct, it's very set-piece orientated. And I mean, if you want that at North End, then fair play, but we, we only have to see the damage that the football under Graham Wesley caused our club and, you know, irreparable to a certain extent because we've lost fans that probably won't set foot in the ground again yeah. you know, after, after the Wesley era. I just don't want the football being going back to that throwback of yeah, what happened. Hundred percent, yeah. I think I said it as well the other night when he got promoted. It's it's a great story and that, and they've done unbelievable to get promoted. But you need more than just teamwork and all them intangibles mm. in the championship. Absolutely, but they'll probably uh, start the season well. You know, they'll probably yeah. still have that momentum. A bit like Barnsley did this year. They started the season really well with a bit of momentum, a bit of flow, mm. and then bang, it sort of. Yeah, on the face, and then you get a, you don't just get a punch in the face. You get a jab, a jab to the ribs as well, and next minute you're on the floor because yeah. you can't buy a win, you know. And I think Wicker would stick by him. I think the American owner that's in there now isn't going to yeah. sack someone that's took him from twenty third in League Two in twenty in twenty twelve thirteen to the championship. championship. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah. So hundred uh, percent. I hate to bang on about it, but the championship is so tactical now you'll get found out very easy. Even if you've got team spirit and you're going to run through brick walls for your manager, you need you need a lot more about you. And he, can, he might be able to prove himself at championship level. You don't know, dear, how he's going to adapt. But to call for Alex Neal's head, 
who's probably got four or five seasons at this level, yeah. season in the Prem, doesn't make any sense to me. If you take away the North End connection, I'm not sure you'd see many people asking for him. Birmingham, then. Mm. I'm not sure what their score is. What's their equal, score, Jimmy? Equalising the 94th minute, Lucas Jutovic, or mm. whatever he's called. I can't say his name. can't say anything. Yeah. Names like that, but um, I think yeah, they that, call him. I think they call him the Duke. Yeah, that's probably easier to say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> strong yeah, front two, strong front two, that on paper. Yeah, very strong. And obviously, classic, got, classic front two. Got what's his name at the back as well, aren't they? Um, is it Harley Dean? Yeah, they paid decent money from Brentford for. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, they got some got some decent Championship players, haven't they? Yeah. Obviously, the the lad Bellingham came on again tonight. He's obviously linked with Dortmund, so. I think he's. I think he's gone, hasn't he? So no, yeah, I don't think it's. It's not been. I don't think it's been confirmed. But oh, is it not? more or less, you think. Yeah, they either, they always play two up, so they play three at the back or they play four four two. They got the lad Sunjic in there. I think he's Croatian. Yeah, signed him in the summer, didn't they? Six million pound in the middle, and then Gary Gardner, and then they'll play Dan Crowley's all right. They got some decent players, but I think their form's bizarre because. They had the longest unbeaten run in the Championship, I think, this season. I think 13 games unbeaten. And then 12 without a win since then. 13 now. So, Not one away from home in 11. Yeah. I mean, don't know how we'll react. Obviously, Alex Neal's come out and said there's still a chance, whatever. But the players will know it's gone now. So we'll have to see how they react on Saturday. But I, don't, I wouldn't be expecting anything too interesting from Birmingham. No. Don't have a manager either, do they? So... No, well, obviously he walked away, didn't he? Well, it was a, mu- a mutually agreed thing, I think, wasn't it? But I think he'd already agreed to go at the end of the season, hadn't he? And then yeah, just yeah. Um, him, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. he's about to Spain. Um, but yeah, obviously they've, they've tried to get post Lee Bowyer from Charlton this week. So oh, have they? I missed that. Yeah, yeah so the, the rumour was that it's three quarters of a million pound Bowyer's buyout. So quite ironic that They've conceded to they've, they've scored against Lee Bowyer's Charlton side in the 94th minute tonight. Yeah. Um, so interesting. It'd be um, it'd be I don't know how to sort of sum up what Saturday's going to be like because you just don't know what Preston's going to turn up, do you? Yeah. You know, especially against a team that hasn't won for so long. You know, you'd probably think we're an absolute shoo-in for it. You know, in terms of you know turn up and you know someone. Could Preston give anyone a pasting at the moment? Well, they probably will react in some way, shape, or form at some point. Whether it's Saturday or not is another question. Yeah, it'd be nice to just see the players just play with a bit of freedom, just in the attacking third. We've obviously I think one defeat in four now, but we're still very focused on what we do without the ball. Even tonight, obviously tonight's a bit of an exception because you're going to an exceptional team, but. Just want to see us with a bit of freedom in the final third. Bare movement, just a bit of directness. Bowden got 10, 12 minutes tonight. Harrop got similar. Like seeing both come in. Stocky probably deserves another start. So Yeah, it did well, didn't it? Might be yeah, a strong game well. as well. You know, yeah. Birmingham are the top in the league for aerial duels won um, in terms of percentages. So you'd hope that he'd give. Dean and the other centre-back um, oh, I forgot his name um, you'd hope he'd give them two a good game really in terms of obviously his physical presence um, oh, is it Mark Roberts the other centre-half yeah the lad from Barnsley that's him yeah because they paid a couple of million quid for him as well so 
Yeah. yeah spent money Birmingham. Obviously, maybe not in the uh, in the right way, you know. But yeah. I suppose that they have got quality within the team, but they're probably just not showing it. And you know, whether they're just down tools or what have you, with everything that happened with the manager recently, then it remains to be seen. You know, they do concede quite a lot. Um, I think the fifth in the charts in terms of obviously conceded the most goals in the league. I think they've conceded 70 goals now. So yeah. it's an opportunity for us, really. So we wait and see. Just got to keep, yeah. the, front two, keep the front, think, two, front line quiet, haven't we? Yeah, I think the aim's got to be now just to um, finish in the top 10 above 11th because can't be asked of us finishing 11th again because <laughs> it's all people talk about. Um, but I'd, no, I'd, I'd take I'd, an 8th place finish because right, that would be bang on for my prediction at the start of the season. Yeah, yeah, we'll just have to see what happens. I just hope that, I can't remember who it was against a couple of seasons ago, but something similar happened and we were shocking. So, but I think Birmingham are now five points clear. We've obviously two games to go, so might just be a bit of a dead rubber, but we'll have to see. As long as, as, long as we get some attackers on the pitch and attack, it's probably the first, what you call, not easy, but the first home game that you'd expect us to win since we've come back, I think. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Obviously, had three tough home games, haven't we? Cardiff, Derby and Forest. Yeah. So, you know, we tend to beat these teams around the bottom the bottom six or the bottom seven, you know. So, so yeah, I think all we can ask for is just a bit of attacking intent. Yeah, and a, and a win, as Alex Neil said, post-game tonight, a win takes it into the last day. Not that anything will come of it, but... Not necessarily. No, no, no. Stranger yeah, things have happened, haven't they? They don't, Jake, you know, a, win, a, win, a win doesn't necessarily take it to the last day. No, Cardiff, oh, yeah, oh, of course oh, it doesn't, because Cardiff, a Cardiff win. There's still yeah. five points, and yeah. Cardiff have to lose. Cardiff have to lose on Saturday. Yeah, I, f- I forgot that quite important point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cardiff have to lose, so do Millwall, because Millwall yeah. are three points ahead of us now as well. Yeah. Are two points ahead of us, so it's one, you know, they've got Bristol City, who somehow on the same amount of points as us. They won three in a row, haven't they, since Little League went? Oh, I, I was, so. was going to say, that's not going to be an easy game oh, at the end tonight. of the season. Oh, did, did they draw? Tonight. Yeah. Oh, I thought they were 41. Um, Imagine if they sacked him a couple of games earlier. They might have been, you know, they might have been right up there now. Yeah. They've got, got a good squad. They're another one. You know, they've not got a new manager yet. Underperformed, haven't they, this season, really? They've got a good squad. Massively, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I think that put those points for Birmingham and Stoke in the second half today, they, it's probably put them both safe now on 50. Mm. And, you know, Huddersfield have got West Brom on Saturday, they're on 48. Charlton, yeah. they're on 47. They've got Wigan on Saturday. You've seen Luton play. Luton play on Saturday. Luton play on Luton travel to Hull, don't they? So Hull could actually. They, they can't go down on Saturday, but they can more or, you know, less, yeah. they can more or less. Barnsley can go down on Saturday. I think Luton will get Luton will get six points from the next two. I think take them to fifty-one. Yeah, I think fifty fifty will get you safe. I think I, I, I just think, about uh, yeah. Yeah, Charlton. I think tough last Nathan, two games then. Yeah, Nathan Jones said when he came in, he thought forty-eight would get him safe. Yeah, obviously going to be a bit short. But. Yeah, I think Charlton are probably the ones to watch. I think they might go. Mm. You know, tough game this weekend, and then obviously they've got um, Leeds on the final day. So they're playing Wigan obviously this weekend, who can pretty much get himself safe, despite yeah. obviously everything that might happen off the pitch. And 
you know what, a bit of a shout out to Paul Cook and, and lads at Wigan because what yeah, fair play that to was him. last night. You know, fair, absolute fair play to him. Three you know, points off Rovers now. Yeah, on twenty percent wages or whatever they're, they're on, yeah. you know, on not even getting paid potentially. You know, for them to do what they've done. Yeah, mentioned him on here. Mentioned, uh, can't remember it was on here actually, but I mentioned Paul Cook. It, it was, but I think it was we'd stopped recording and we had the conversation yeah. about who we'd all Yvonne's, like Yvonne's, to see. Yeah, Yvonne all went, I think he'd be right up there for me. Good manager. Got a good squad as well, Wigan. I'm not sure why they were so shit in the first half of the season. Got some good players and we we wanted four or five of them at some stage. So, fair play to him. Um, but yeah, I think um, just going back to I know I mentioned Nathan Jones. He said in his interview last night, I think they drew 1-1. He said the game passed him by and made his subs too late. So it'd be interesting to see why Alex Neal says the same at any point because I think the games do pass him by a little bit. I think they do, but I don't think he'll say anything like that. Just want a bit of honesty, don't you? Yeah, that's the thing. With Nathan yeah. Jones, you get pure honesty because of, I think especially after everything that happened at Stoke, yeah, you're going to get a lot more honesty out of him now. Yeah. I think with Alex Neal, he's still got a reputation to uphold. You know, and yeah. He's never going to say something like that that makes him look a little bit technically naive. Yeah, true. true. We, we know he is, and I think Norwich fans knew he was as well. You know, he's not the finished mm. article. He's 39. So yeah. these fans calling for his head, I think you need to just think about it. And I think, think, it, I think has he actually been backed with the players that he wanted? And if yeah. he had, you know, if he had Keeper Moore instead of Jaden, or if he had, you know, if he'd got Casey Palmer in the number 10 or whatever. Yeah, if he'd actually been back with his first choices, then would we be eighth, ninth in the league with two games to go? Absolutely not. It would be a lot higher than that, I think. You know, because that momentum that we had up to November when we went to the international break and then, you know, we've been the second worst team in the league since, I, I don't think we'd be anywhere near as bad as that. You know, we're mm. probably, we'd, pick, we'd have picked up points without a shadow of a doubt with the better squad. Yeah. So. I think, yeah, like you say there, I agree with that. But And like you've just said, he's not a finished article. The first thing I'd say is not being a finished article does not equate to the manager having to be sacked. That's just like that's just daft, isn't it? People are just being daft. But I think he could have trusted his squad a little bit more. Like we've seen Ledson come in, Story's done all right. Um, Potts has done well when he's come back in. You know, So I think he could have used his squad a little bit. Stock has done all right in recent weeks. So he could have just been a bit more flexible. We've seen him change system three games in a row in the last three games. He could have just been a little bit more flexible in the earlier parts of the season. But it's something that I probably learned from. And he's still only 39, like you say. Yeah. So, I, Alex Neal's probably what, our biggest asset. Well, yeah, probably is. People wouldn't be saying, let's sell Ben Pearson now, would he? Nah, let's not say that sack Alex Neal. That's just that. Yeah. I think another interesting point is that I just mentioned Nugent. When did Nugent last kick a ball for us? Unless I've missed it. Derby, wasn't it? Derby game, sorry. Yeah. When he proved a point, when Alex Neal proved a point. Yeah, exactly. I think their front three have scored 58 goals tonight and our team's probably scored 56 or something like that. That's just what you need to look at before calling for the manager's head. And that's a wrap. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. It's, yeah um, it's, apologies if it's come across as a bit of a flat podcast, but I'm sure you can understand given the circumstances. No, there's no need, no need to apologise there. Like we've been saying it. I've said it at the start in July. Like this is this is the chance. This is the season that we have to do it. And we so haven't done anyone, it. And we haven't done it exactly. <clears throat> so yeah, it's, it's very deflating because the hope it kills you, isn't it? Definitely is. 
Right. Um, well, I'll, I'll speak to you both again on Sunday. Yeah. Let's hope Cheers, it's lads. a win. All right. See you later, boys. Well, yeah, we're doing predictions. We're doing predictions or not? Oh, Is yeah. That... Might as well, actually. Oh, yeah. Go on, then. Jimmy, what are you saying? 3 0. Ollie? 0 0. I got 1 0, Preston. Three clean sheets. We'll take that. Got to take what you can get these days, pal. Yeah. I never said it was a clean sheet for Preston, though, did I? No. <laughs> <laughs> just I, I've just seen um, Birmingham have picked up the fewest points in, in the championship since the restart, fewer than Hull. Mm-hmm. Hull had that freakish win against Borough when they got bad, but they won. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. We should we should bat everyone paper, but we know we all know it doesn't work like that. So just wait and see. Yeah. All right. Cheers, fellas. Thank you very much. Cheers, lads. See you later.